Welcome into the Cougar Tailgate, where BYU fandom lives. Here's your host, Lauren McClain. What's up, everyone? I hope you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving with the people you love. And now you get to top it all off with an incredible Saturday of BYU sports. My goodness, there is something in the water in Provo right now, and we should all be giving thanks for it. I said it last week, and I'll say it again. Let's ride the wave, folks. It's an unprecedented time to be a Cougar fan. And tonight, it's women's soccer playing at Southfield in the Elite Eight game. And the number 18 men's basketball taking on its biggest rival, the Utah Utes, and number 13 football playing USC at the same time. So that's neat. Speaking of USC, we'll chat with the Trojans' assistant athletic director of social media and content development and radio broadcaster Jordan Moore later in the show about some of USC's most storied traditions and what BYU fans should expect in L.A. tonight. But first joining me is Raiders diehard, volleyball aficionado, and yellow lab lover, Ben Bagley. How are we feeling today, Ben? Feeling sufficiently stuffed. Uh, Turkey leftovers are delicious, (laughs) and they will be consumed generously throughout the rest of the week. And the banana cream pie, oh, yes, banana cream pie, delicious. I can get behind the pie, leftover turkey. Nope, nope, nope. It ain't for me. It ain't for me on Christmas Day. It ain't for me the day after. Two slices of bread, a little bit of mayo, a little bit of mustard, some turkey. You're good to go. (laughs) That sounds terrible. that's That's called heaven. Oh, wow. We all have different definitions of heaven, but uh, (laughs) I'm glad you had a great Thanksgiving. And what a day for BYU fans. It's almost too much for a weak heart to handle, Ben. The amazing women's basketball team is playing in a tournament in Florida. Women's soccer has dominated in the postseason so far. And I love that they're back on Southfield playing in the Elite Eight. And after that game, men's basketball plays, none other than the running Utes in Salt Lake City. And one hour after that game begins, 13th-ranked BYU football plays their final regular season game against the USC Trojans. Ben, as a non-fan fan, what are you most <laughs> looking forward to today? Because there is a heck of a lot. I think it's I, th- and, and and I I will I will admit because USC stinks, it's kind of dampered it a little bit. But <laughs> BYU USC, I mean. It, it goes down to, and we've had this discussion this week in, in, in talking about it, prepping shows. It's like, yeah, USC is just terrible right now, but it's still USC. You're looking at the laundry, the logo, the Trojan on the horse. Like, it is still USC. So there's that little bit of excitement. Plus, there's the, hey, BYU still got that slim outside chance of a New Year's Six playoff bid, but they got to do that by winning tonight <laughs> at USC, and they got to win, in my opinion, impressively. Something they they've oh, got to yeah. they've got to beat the Trojans and beat them handily. So so while USC might not be the the excitement around it is, is there has been a past when it's a Pac-10 power or Pac-12 power, excuse me. There's still that there's there's these side stories at work that make that game the most exciting thing for me. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm with you. It's got to be football for me uh, forever and always. It almost doesn't matter who they're playing. I guess if they were playing, uh, I don't know, a Division II team and and BYU basketball is playing Utah, that might change my mind. But other than that, it's, it's always football. Uh, football is king. It's my favorite sport. Like you said, it's USC. And honestly, down the road, when you look at BYU's record versus USC, most people aren't going to look at what – the Trojans' record was that year. They're just going to chalk it up as a win, and I'm not assuming anything. Anything can happen. It's at the Coliseum, so USC they're they're fighting for a, a 
uh, you know, to get into a bowl game. They need to win their next two games. So they have a lot to fight for right now. You never know what's going to happen. BYU's had some close games this year against some teams that they maybe shouldn't have. But, uh, but yep, I'm See with you. Saturday. It's got to be football. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But you right. know what, though, Lauren? I, you said it's at the Coliseum. I, you know, I, I'm almost willing to put three green, green M&Ms down saying that it will be a overwhelmingly BYU fan base at the Coliseum because mm. there's not that much excitement about uh, USC in L.A. right now. And the, the, the thing that, that Southern California battles for so long, such a long time and will forever, there's just too much to do. And if you suck, you're out of mind. Like, I'll go to a Lakers game. I'll go to a, a Clippers game. I'll go to the Kings. I'll go to the beach. I'll go – there's other things to do in L.A. if your team stinks. And, and so it, the fan bases are notoriously fickle. Um, but one, one fan base that's not fickle is BYU fans, and they've got a base in SoCal, and it's not that far of a trip from Salt Lake City and Provo. So I, I, I assume I'm – I'm, maybe I'm speaking out of t- turn here. I assume you're going to see a majority of BYU fans in the stands in the Coliseum. I'm so glad you brought that up. And, yes, rumor has it BYU fans might outshow USC, which would be absolutely crazy. And I was going to ask you – what you chalked that up to, because it's not even just USC. I feel like a lot of these Pac-12 teams and teams in the West, their fan bases are dwindling. So do you, do you think it's just, like you said, there's just so much to do? I mean, especially in California, but I mean, Washington hasn't had a great showing either. What, what do you chalk that up to? Is it just they don't have the best records nowadays? I think that, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's break it down. Let's get into what was sociology 101 <laughs> of football fan bases in the West. Uh, I think there's just di- different sets of priorities. Like, I, and, and look, I'm speaking just totally off the cuff here. SEC is where football first, right? It, 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 like, like I always joke Thanksgiving's yep. about football. Fam- food and family in that order. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true. That's a joke, people. Please don't send your uh, your hate tweets at, at Ben Bags. Uh, or do. I need some entertainment. Um, but but that's that's actually kind of fact in the SEC. Football, family, God. That's the three things that, that, that make the world turn around. I think in the West, it's just a little bit different. There's other things that has our interest, and whether it's the outdoors, uh, whether it's uh, different things out there. And a lot of times in the West, I mean, in in the South, born, raised, uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, Bama, Roll Tide, uh, not gonna go anywhere outside that. This is this is uh, like build a wall around 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 the arena type thing. We're mm-hmm. very much a transient society in the West, I and mean, people coming in and out. So you get Georgia fans who move from the South or the Northeast, and I think the fan base is there's not the history, the tradition, um, is cemented in 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 our, our 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 psyche as it is in other other areas of the country. That was a very good sociological response, man. That, that was Proud way too smart for uh, normal parents for me on Cougar Telegram. We Okay, start the tape again. <laughs> I need to get back. Dumb it, it down. Dumb it down. Yeah, come on, Ben. Be, be you, Ben. What was that? No, I I, I love that breakdown. I, I probably, I think you're absolutely right. It, it makes sense, except for BYU fans. I mean, we're considered West, but obviously we have that unique culture that's tied to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. 
And we then are, I want to talk are to you about peculiar. Uh, how do you say that? Peculiar people. Peculiar. Yeah, that's a that's hard, hard word for word me to say. say. Yeah, peculiar. It's hard. Yeah. Peculiar. We're strange. There we go. <laughs> that's better. We're super strange. All right, I want to talk to you about something Kalani said earlier in the week. He was asked about all the national championships and top twenty-five teams on campus right now, and attributed the success to the fans. He said. The players and coaches love making the fans happy and it gives them motivation to succeed. Ben, in your opinion, how true do you believe that statement is? Are fans really that powerful or was Kalani just throwing the fans a bone? Let you know me pull I mean? the abacus out here, Lauren. I'm going to say, because we are on a smart uh, smart Cougar tailgate today, I will give him about a 13.5% <laughs> chance that that is true. That I, I will give him the, the – it's about the coaches. It's about the players. Yeah. I mean, the fans can be as rowdy and riled up as they want, but the, the coaches and players – but I do believe that he is correct, that there is a portion of – a rabid fan base helps li- athletes and coaches, more athletes and coaches, but athletes lift their performance. It- it's crazy, Lauren. We were looking at this th- this week on BYU Sports Nation, and-, and Spencer came up with this actually for the women's basketball game on uh, Tuesday against Utah State. As of Thanksgiving morning, BYU teams have not lost in head-to-head competition in the month of November. Wow. BYU is undefeated going into Thanksgiving morning in the month of November. That's amazing. Football, basketball, both basketballs, women's volleyball, soccer, head-to-head competition. BYU hasn't been beat. Oh, and by the way, throwing a couple individual uh, national championships on that one. So it's just like, like <laughs> it's been a great month to be a Cougar. Oh, my gosh. That's insane. Leave it to Spencer to come up with that crazy stat. He's got too much time on his hands. I love it, but he doesn't. That's what's amazing about that man's brain. Um, it is. It's like I said at the beginning, it's an unprecedented time to be a BYU fan. And I think there is something to what Kalani said in the fact that um, BYU is getting, I mean, winning, winning, number one, helps get big recruits. But when they come to these games and they see BYU's fan base, they see them pack the stadium, uh, pack the Marriott Center, you know, and how loud they are, the student section, that is definitely a recruiting tool. And I think um, – Definitely the teams feed off of that as well. So there, there's there's just something in the air. There's something in the well, air with BYU going to the Big 12. And it's all just working for their good. You, you convinced me, Lauren. I'm going to go from 13.5% to 17.3% okay. because right. of what you said. is Recruits decide <laughs> a lot of their decision to come to campus is because they're wowed by fan bases. That that ha- that weighs heavily in these guys' decisions. And BYU is getting the recruits, and they have for the past couple of years, and so the players on the quarter making the decisions, but the players came because of the fans. So 17.3%. <laughs> I'm not even going to do the math with that. Uh, but good on you, fans. Good on you for making an impact, and I'm serious. I, I It's so much fun being a fan, and uh, you're, you're, you go underrated sometimes. All right, I asked you, speaking of the fans, on Twitter what you thought – you were most excited about for today's uh, events that are coming up with women's soccer, men's basketball, and football. 76% of you said, of course, football. And here are some of the responses I liked. At D. Young, 1993, said, all three as long as they end up in wins. Amen. Thanks, Devin. But <laughs> it is true. We like us some wins. Uh, at Jason Goats Zero said, soccer, love watching our women be successful. And to go to the final to four would be awesome. Like, serious. Cr- when was the last time that happened, Ben? 
I don't know. Let me ask Spencer. Uh, <laughs> and I'll text Spencer. Yeah, real quick. It's, it's been a minute, but it's just like, like that would be great. I don't think BYU women's soccer has ever been to the Final Four. Um, I don't know when the last time a BYU. Well, okay, volleyball. BYU as a volleyball school. Ask Jeremy Jordan. Uh, but but <laughs> it just like like a trip to the Final Four would be amazing for women's soccer. Jen Rockwood's team. So so yeah, absolutely. Be be excited for that. Oh, and how fun for those girls that came back for their COVID year and to make it this far. It's, it is difficult. It's difficult to do. There are some incredible athletes like there are in any sport, but man, I have so much respect for those athletes and, and I'm excited. And I, I also hope they have success. All right. At Jay Linehan nine, wonder who that is said all are great options, but I really love football. I, he is so active on social media. Johnny Linehan. Like he, he, he's got a lot of time on his hands a, too. Does he have a job? Johnny, <laughs> if you're listening, do you? No, no. And I mean it in the best way possible. Maybe ask me that. Do I have a job? Because I see almost all of his tweets, uh, and they make me laugh really hard. But love you, Johnny. Thanks for tweeting at me. Uh, at BYUCJ said, it's like having Bam Bam's Barbecue, Chubby's, and a Cougar Tail in front of you and saying, decide. Each is amazing and leaving you wanting for more after. <laughs> for those of you who don't live in Utah, those are some delicious restaurants here in the area. But I like that. Don't I, I like any comparison to food, Ben. How about you? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. So, yes, uh, I love that. Chubby's Cougar Tail and Bam Bam's Barbecue. How can you pick? If you had to pick one of those, Ben, what would it be? Bam Bam's. Because? Barbecue. <laughs> Easy decision, Not right? Sad. Like, like, look, Chubby's is good. I'm not alive. But Bam Bam's, period. Barbecue. Done. Absolutely. And barbecue sauce, if I'm being honest. We just had Thanksgiving. We're still talking about food. That's how disgusting we are as Americans. Two slices of bread, it. mayo, mustard, <laughs> leftover turkey. Heaven. Heck no. Oh, Ben. All right. On that note, I'm going to let you go because that sounds so gross. Thank I gotta you agree. so much I got to go get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah, go eat something. Thanks for coming on, Ben. Thank you, Lauren. Coming up, what should BYU fans expect coming into the Coliseum tonight? Trojans Assistant Athletic Director of Social Media and Content Development and radio broadcaster Jordan Moore joins me to talk all things USC. This is Cougar Tailgate. Welcome back to Cougar Tailgate. I'm Lauren McLean. BYU football takes on their fifth and final Pac-12 opponent of the season against the storied USC Trojans. So the number 13 Cougars enter the Coliseum for just the second time ever, which is home to players like Matt Leinert, Reggie Bush, Marcus Allen, Ronnie Lott, Carson Palmer, Clay Matthews, and the list goes on and on. Honestly, an, a seemingly endless list of elite players. Dante Williams will be the interim head coach for the Trojans today, which oddly enough is the third time BYU will be facing an interim head coach with a team in transition this season. Kind of crazy. Washington State and Georgia Southern were the other two. And speaking of coaches, there'll be some familiar faces on the opposite sideline for BYU fans. USC defensive line coach Vic Sooto Played for the Cougars from 2005 to 2010. I'm sure you remember him. He played linebacker, tight end, and defensive end during his college career. And then also CJ IU, that name sound familiar? The brother of BYU's recruiting and player personnel director, Jason IU. 
and uh, Uncle the Chaz is a defensive quality control analyst for the Trojans. CJ played for BYU in 2001 and 2003. So look for these former Cougars on the Trojan sidelines, which always adds some fun intrigue to the game. And to help us get to know more about USC Trojan fever, the fans, and the feel inside the program right now, joining me is USC's Assistant Athletic Director of Social Media and Content Development and Radio Broadcaster, Jordan Moore. Thanks for coming on, Jordan. Happy to do it. Looking forward to the game. All right, so so basically you do it all. Radio play-by-play for men's basketball. You host the pregame show and sideline for football. Tell me, what's a typical day like for you? Because obviously you're a busy guy. Uh, yeah, they keep me pretty busy, uh, especially this time of year when football and men's basketball are going on mm-hmm. at the same time. But, uh, yeah, no, all the creative stuff is uh, is really my day job. Um, and then come game time, you know, I focus on uh, on the broadcasting side of it. So I've been here for over a decade now, seeing a lot of different <laughs> a lot of different things at USC. Oh man, I'm sure you you graduated from USC in 2005. But where did you love your love for Trojan sports come from? Yeah, it, it came from going to school uh, there. I I'm from New Jersey, so uh, I, I I went cross country <laughs> to go to college wow. and. Uh, I, I had never been to Los Angeles before, um, and so I didn't, I didn't grow up a USC fan. I actually grew up a Michigan fan, uh, but uh, I picked the right time to go to USC. I was there from 2001 to 2005, which is uh, right at the start of the Pete Carroll era, and saw them win um, multiple national championships and uh, run off an incredible win streak. So it was uh, it was a great time to go to USC and an easy easy place to fall in love with. Oh, yeah, you were there at a phenomenal time. Do you have a favorite player that you used to watch? Probably Troy Polamalu. Uh, he was uh, he was sort of the best player when I got to USC. And, uh, you know, the initial team wasn't very good, but he was uh, he was such an incredible sort of one-man wrecking crew on, on defense, <laughs> such a unique player, and then obviously goes on to have a Hall of Fame career with the Steelers. So uh, uh, I'd probably say Polamalu is my favorite Trojan. I love it. He is. He was fun to watch at the next level, too. Uh, as director of social media and content, what's it been like getting fans involved, especially last year during the pandemic when fans weren't even allowed in the stands and there were only six games played? What was that like for you? Yeah, yeah. the pandemic was a unique challenge for sure. Um, you know, we, we really were just trying to keep everyone attached Um and it's hard when there's no no game day Saturdays and tailgating and coliseum for for anybody. Um, but in, in a lot of ways, uh, for us, it, it sort of leveled uh, the playing field a little bit. It was uh, you know it was just sort of about being creative and um, coming up with you know different different ideas and and working really hard. Um, you know, as opposed to just a normal season where you're sort of riding the wave of wins and losses and um, you know just just sort of hoping your team wins, but you, you can run content. So, um, you know, that, that part of it wasn't so bad, but uh, it was certainly a unique challenge for us. And, and this season has been a little bit different. Uh, USC kind of fighting for a bowl game, need to win the next two games. What has your job been like uh, this year? You were kind of mentioning that, you know, it's a lot easier with wins, right? Everything, even as a broadcaster, it's easier to do when yep. you're winning. So what's this year been like for you? Yeah, it's been a struggle, no doubt about it. I mean, uh, we fired our coach just a couple weeks in, which um, you know certainly the, the 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 mob on social media was was happy about at the time, but uh, it it leads to a long season. Um, yeah. Because 
you know, you have sort of one, one foot focused on, on the year, but uh, also, you know, the future. You're, you're, you know, I think a lot of eyes are towards the future and who the next coach is going to be and what the next era is going to be like. And, uh, you know, it's all, all well and good if you win, um, but the team hasn't had that much success either. And so, um, you know, that, that has been a struggle too. So it's been, uh, it's been a difficult one, certainly, to, to, to try to keep hope and, and optimism alive. But we're coming to the end of it, and I think, I think people will be excited about the new coaching announcement, and we'll, we'll go from there. Absolutely. And the Trojans have a storied program that have had some amazing players like we talked about and coaches come through. Uh, because of that, there are generations of diehard fans. You mentioned you grew up a Michigan fan, which has their own unique flavor of fans, and I absolutely love it. What would you say USC fans are known for? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mean, this is a pro sports town. And so, you know, I think uh, what makes this fan base unique uh, from most of the colleges out there is this sort of uh, pro sports expectations, but also pro sports attitude towards USC football. I mean, it was years and years uh, without an NFL team here in Los Angeles. They now have two. Um, <laughs> but USC for so long has uh, sort of been the pro football team in this town. And that, um, you know, that, that leads to just a different culture, I think, a, a little bit around uh, the football program uh, and, and the athletic department. Then you get, um, you know, a place like BYU and Provo, which is a real college town, or as you mentioned, Michigan, you know, Ann Arbor is sort of like the quintessential college town. So, you know, this is Los Angeles. Uh, you got to fight for eyeballs here. Uh, you know, the Lakers are right down the street. The Dodgers are right down the street. Uh, there's now two NFL teams and a brand new billion dollar stadium. Um, so it's, uh, it's a different kind of town in, in that regard. Oh, man, absolutely. I, I just keep, as you're talking, I keep thinking about whoever you have that's in charge of fan engagement. That's going to kind of be a, a really difficult job, especially with those two NFL teams coming in. What have you seen has, has kind of changed since all of that has happened? You know, I don't know how much has changed. I mean, for a little while, it was they, uh, the Rams were playing in, in USC Stadium, so that was uh, certainly a, a unique time as they were building. So by Stadium, they were playing in the Coliseum, so that was... Uh, uh, that was a little different, uh, but no, I, I just think that there's a, you know, there's a, there's a need to win. And there was always a need to win, but I think now more than ever, um, you know, the Rams are playing pretty good football and the Chargers are playing decent football. Um, so, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta win games, I think, to, uh, to attract attention in this city. And, um, you know, there's just more competition now than ever. Yes, makes sense. Uh, but like we already mentioned, still has a very storied program, a lot of traditions. Jordan, do you have do you have a favorite game day tradition? Uh, my favorite game day tradition, um, you know, I, I think the Coliseum is is really just sort of what makes USC unique. And so the the lighting of the torch and uh, Traveler, the, the mascot, and, and the drum major, and all the pageantry that goes into a game day at home, I think is really, uh, really just what makes uh, you know USC unique. You know, we go to a lot of different stadiums uh, around the country, and uh, there's some really cool ones for sure, uh, and really unique ones. But um, you know, there's, there's only one Coliseum, and so I think I think that that setting really is uh, is is what can be so special. USC has a great student section. There's going to be a lot of BYU fans at the game. Yep. What what should BYU fans expect coming into the Coliseum tonight if it's their very first time being there? 
Well, I think they're going to expect uh, a pretty disgruntled uh, USC crowd. So I think uh, I think it might be a BYU takeover here tonight. Uh, the, uh, the the fans turned out uh, in great numbers for the UCLA game last week, which was nice to see. But uh, the Bruins ran it up on the Trojans, and I think that put the old nail in the coffin for, for USC a little bit in terms of the fan base for, for the rest of the season. So not sure that it's going to be an, an amazing atmosphere tonight in terms of um, – USC fans, but you know, there's, uh, there's, I think a huge community of, of BYU supporters in, in Southern California. And I'm sure some, uh, some people traveling as well. So uh, I think, uh, I think it'll be a, a pretty spirited road crowd in this one. <laughs> we'll have to see. You never know. All right. Uh, USC's assistant athletic director of social media and content development and radio broadcaster, Jordan Moore. Jordan, thank you so much for taking the time with me today. No problem. Enjoy the game. All right, once again, I asked you guys earlier what you're most excited about for today, the Elite Eight game with women's soccer, BYU basketball versus Utah, or football versus USC. Uh, at BYU, CJ said it's going to be a great Saturday, and hopefully the DVRs are running so we can watch them all at some point. That would be fantastic. Unfortunately, yeah, I guess at some point he, he does have a point there. Hopefully you all can record these games and go watch them. Unfortunately, the basketball game and the football game are playing at the same time. Uh, at S. Dottel said, all of the above, hashtag go Cougs. That's right, Steph. And then at Spidey Stowe said, this is why I have two TVs. And he sent me a picture of a giant TV and then a smaller one underneath. <laughs> Jason, that is brilliant. And honestly, I'm not sure I haven't done that in my own house yet, but but it needs to happen, especially when there's two games going on at once. All right, guys, thank you so much for all your responses. Uh, let's keep this conversation going. So if you want, please reach out to me on Twitter at Lauren F. McLean. And that does it for us today. Thanks again to Jordan Moore and Ben Bagley for coming on the show with me. You can join the Cougar Tailgate virtually, of course, every Saturday at noon Mountain Time or download, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, or on BYUradio.org. It's game day, baby. This is Cougar Tailgate.